Welcome to Chef's Table. I'm Jim Coleman. No question, beef is an iconic American food, from big burgers to thick, luscious steaks. How did we go from the big cattle drive of the West to corn-fed agribusiness and now back again to the resurgence of grass-fed? In her book, Raising Steaks, food writer Betty Fussell takes us through the life and times of American beef. I was looking for everybody's story. I was looking for, you know, what has happened over the last century and a half, in effect, of America in relation to cattle, because that's when it became big business. It's, it's so long ago that it really kind of fascinates me. We've had a century of fully industrialized beef. That's a long time. People don't think of it. The, you know, the whole 20th century was industrial beef. And what was the cause of it turning that way? Was it the price of land? Well, first of all, we killed off the buffalo, right? <laughs> okay. Right. So we had a lot of land. And so we're in the middle of the 19th century, and we have a land boom, and we have the East moving west. And all those movies, most of us know about it through the movies rather than through books, although there's a great literature on it. But there's a huge difference between the East and the West, and we have never quite come to grips with that unless we have been, like me, lucky to have lived in both places. The West is dry. The East is wet. The East has a whole different sense of what it is to pasture, farming, cattle. The West, you require vast stretches of land in order to get enough grub for the cattle to fatten on. The whole culture is so different. This is what I love about it. It's a, it's a real culture clash. And you can take the history of the West back through the Spanish tradition and the history of the East back through the British tradition. And then you have the beginnings of the country in a real clash between two cultures. So if we follow the story of beef going West, is that also following the American story of us moving West? The Spanish were always there. You know, they sure. were there really early, and that was part of New Spain. So you could say our whole myth of the frontier and of the East moving west is a British myth. It's out of the British tradition. The Spanish have quite a different attitude toward this, as you must know from being in Texas. So what was that attitude? The attitude of New Spain which was there earlier than the Pilgrims. You know, the oldest sure. city in the United States is not Plymouth Rock, but it's Santa Fe. So the Spaniards were there first. They were there with the cattle first. The Spanish intermarried. So in Texas, I found the oldest continuous cattle ranches because these entrepreneurial Irish immigrants in about the early 19th century coming over to this country, and then they would marry the eldest daughter of the Mexican-Spanish rancher who had this huge land grant. So you have a great borderland of mixed families. And was their raising of beef different? I mean, people have to realize that this is a rugged land. This is not beautiful green pastures by any stretch. Right. The land resembled the land of Spain, Iturias, you know, uh, where Cortes came from and most of the conquistadors. That's dry desert land, unlike British Cornwall, let's say, or British Devon, where it's full of green grass. So a whole different system arose. The Spanish had the hacienda system, where you would have the ranch house would be like a little tiny medieval fortress, and you had a paternalistic a kind of feudal sense of the head of the ranch was the king and the pope. The British were used to a whole different kind of communal grazing on, you know, the village square. Now, you've written about corn. How do these two stories intersect?